Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. This summer, Pastor Doug Ribbonaugh of KFUO Radio, you might hear him here on the afternoons on KFUO, spent some time with our friends at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education conference that took place in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We want to share some of those stories with you today. I'm Reverend Doug Grimmelaw here with KFUO Radio at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education, their 2022 conference in Fort Wayne, Indiana, hosted at Redeemer Lutheran Church and School. Joining me next is Reverend Stephen Kieser, who serves on the board of directors of the Consortium of Classical Lutheran Education. Reverend Kieser, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you're doing with CCLE. Yes, sure. I currently serve as associate pastor and headmaster at Faith Lutheran Church and School in Plano, Texas. And I also serve on the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education Board of Directors. And and so I get get to be involved not only nationally through the LE, but also locally in the trenches at Faith Lutheran School and get to work with teachers and parents and children and in a congregation. And so I think I have the best of both worlds from that perspective. Yeah. Well, so, so Faith Lutheran School in Plano, Texas, it is a classical Lutheran school. Is that correct? Yes. What does that actually mean? This is a Lutheran question, right? What does this mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, what it means is that we are a school that is who is attempting to pursue the best of the old liberal arts education and Lutheran catechesis, coupling those together. That's a lot of exciting work that is, is happening at Faith Plano. And uh, so w- what, what level of engagement do you have with the Consortium of Classical Lutheran Education? What is the perspective you bring to this board of directors? Yes, well, I have, some of it is just historical longevity. The consortium, what we know as a consortium today, started out in 1999 as an annual conference of just some interested pastors, laymen, who wanted to come together to talk about classical education. And in 1999, I wasn't one who attended that conference. And what happened was over the next years, the consortium became a legal entity. We became incorporated. We became an organization. And when that happened, soon after that happened, I became involved, was a board member with the consortium, and then also in time became the chair of the board, president, and have served in that role since. So it's been a joy not only to start off as like so many people coming to their first conference and to see their excitement and their eyes opened and learning so much. I remember that back in 1999 and even in the years that followed, but also now to be involved in so many different things. The consortium has become so much larger than simply our annual meeting. And I think the annual meeting is very important and I think it brings together um, a lot of different people from across the Missouri Senate and even friends outside of the Missouri Senate, other synodical pastors and also schools will come to the CCLE conference, but primarily for the Missouri Synod Lutherans. We are a recognized service uh, organization of the LCMS, and so that, that tends to be the you know the majority of people that come to our conferences. Well, as a recognized service organization, the, the idea, the intent is to be of service to the church, to, exactly. the, to this body of Christ in this place. Right. Yeah. The activities that the CCLE have gotten involved in are things that I think that embrace what's going on 
what we might say, in the trenches within our Lutheran day schools and high schools. For instance, accreditation. Accreditation is a great way to have your curriculum, your governance, all the things that have to do with the school, the teaching, instruction, the kinds of teachers that you employ, all the aspects of accreditation. What the, the, we put together an accreditation process, and it started out not as an accreditation process, but following Luther's idea of the marks of the church. Okay. In other words, Luther sort of said, how do you know where the church is? How do you know that if you go here or if you're there, that there is the church? And of course, he explained exactly what had to be there in order for you to know that there is the church. In a similar way, we asked, what is a classical Lutheran school? And so we started walking through those identifying marks of a classical Lutheran school. We talked about things such as a confessional Lutheran identity rooted in the Holy Scriptures and the Lutheran confessions, an education whereby the small cate- the scriptures, Luther's small catechism and the hymnal are the primary sources for all teaching and learning, especially about the scriptures, doctrine, and practice, but those also inform all of the other subjects that when we study whatever it is, the ultimate truth that we know and believe is found in the Holy Scriptures. That is the true font. So these things become very important to the marks of a classical Lutheran school. Without them, you don't have a Lutheran school. But at the same time, we also talked about the liberal arts. And we talked about all the things that sort of surround the liberal arts, about truth and goodness and beauty. And some of the ways in which I think the liberal arts have been made, for lack of a better word, more contemporary. When the In the 16th century, when the German Lutherans were employing liberal arts, they didn't teach English, for instance. Well, certainly, yeah. <laughs> so, so we have to understand some of those things in light of our present-day circumstances. So what we are trying to do is exactly what Luther, Melanchthon, Johannes Bugenhagen in the 16th century did when they wrote such things as their school orders. What they did was they took an old education that we might call it the liberal arts. They took that education, which had already been established in time prior to the Reformation, and after the visitation and the reformers looked at their congregations, they looked at their schools, and they said, wow, wow. We, this isn't very good. A lot of people don't know the scriptures. A lot of people don't know what to believe, what to, what to confess. And so it, they said, well, how can we go about fixing this? And the answer was the same thing that I proposed. It's no different. Lutheran catechesis, using the primary sources of the scriptures, the, cate- the, the catechism and the hymnal, along with the liberal arts education, applied for German lands as it was implemented in their day. So we're taking that same idea, and we are applying it now in this time and in this place within our own given contexts. And that's really what classical Lutheran education is all about. That helped us then with a road format, so to speak, for accreditation of our schools so so that these standards are already in place. So before you even go through accreditation, you kind of know, okay, this is what we will want to do. This is what we, how we want to pursue education. We also did a very similar thing with the marks of a classical Lutheran educator, and so we have teacher certification. We have a growing number of schools or individuals who are pursuing a CCLE educator certification, but also CLE administrator certification for those who would be school administrator, heads of school. So 
these are some opportunities that I think the consortium offers that connects us on a day-to-day basis, on a regular basis outside of our meetings with those whom we serve. And that's who we are. We're a service organization. If we didn't have anybody to serve, we'd cease to exist. Right. But these have been some of the primary things. There's other things too, but I would certainly give those top ranking for things that we do. All right. You know, what is it, if I may ask, that first drew you to classical education and interest with it? Because you engaged with the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education before it became CCLE, all the way back in, it was at 1999 was your first time. So what is it that drew you to it? And how might you give a word of encouragement to, to others today who are seeing classical education and saying, you know, I would like to do this and pursue it, but I'm not sure what it entails and where I even begin. Yeah, that's a great question. I am a product of Lutheran education. I was raised in a Lutheran elementary school. I got my bachelor's degree in secondary education at a Concordia. I have a school administration degree from a Concordia and then went to be a pastor. But what happened was in that entire time, especially during my collegiate and then also studying to receive my master's degree in school administration, I'd never heard of classical education. I had tried to practice some of the things that I had learned about education in the modern sense, the kinds of modern classes that we take to earn, for instance, state teacher certification, some of those ideas. And already then, as I studied educational psychology, studied some of the behavioralists in education, I, as a Lutheran, I started wondering... Was there a disconnect between these two? There seemed two? to be a little bit of a disconnect. You know, for instance, on the nature of a child. Is a child by nature good? Or is a child born into this world without faith, separate from God? And this... We had two different starting places, even on that simple question. And so these things were questions in my in my mind. I, I didn't have answers to, and I sort of noticed the disconnect. And it happened that while I was pursuing my master's degree, was on my way to class, and I was near the St. Louis area, and I was listening to KFUO radio. So this wasn't planned, but this is a great plug. Wonderful. I was listening to KFUO radio, and they happened to have an interview with Dr. Gene Edward Veith. And in that interview, Dr. Veith was being interviewed about classical Lutheran education. That was the first time I heard about it. It was on KFU Radio. So maybe one of your listeners would be the first time they've heard about it. We were coming full circle here. This is wonderful. (laughs) This wasn't planned. You just reminded me that this is true. I've told Dr. Veith this story several times. I didn't know who Dr. Veith was. I'd never read any of his books. But even more, he talked about classical Lutheran education. And I thought, wow, here I am with a bachelor's degree. I've been teaching in Lutheran schools for probably five, six, seven years by now. I've almost finished a master's degree from a Lutheran college. And never heard of it. What is this? You know, so I bought the, there was a book available and I bought a book on classical education and the rest is sort of history. The rest is history. It was a radio program, actually, (laughs) uh, that that introduced me to to classical education. Well, you know, so for those who are interested in learning a little more, what is the website for CCLE and what sort of resources can they access there? Yes, our website is www.ccle.org. And there you can find all kinds of resources. Some of them are online. You can read them and at no cost. And some things, there are opportunities for purchase. We don't have a lot of things that we sell ourselves, so we just connect you with other resources or, that have been published by other publishers. You can also find out more about the marks of the Classical Lutheran Educator that I talked about, the marks of a Classical Lutheran School. We have some articles on the good news of Classical Lutheran 
and education. We have one on Luther on education, walking through some of the major works of Luther and his, what he had to say. There's also information about accreditation, certification, schools that have been accredited. And I don't know, there may be another section on schools that are thinking about it. I'm not sure of all that's listed on there, but certainly the schools that are already accredited. A wealth of resources. Amen. Well, before I let you go, what would you say is the greatest benefit of classical Lutheran education? Yes. Well, the 16th century Lutherans, I think, give us a clear picture of what Lutheran education really is all about. And especially, I think, most clearly a guy named Johannes Bugenhagen, who's Luther's past, who was Luther's pastor and also founder of schools in the 16th century. He wrote about education as that which meant for the baptized. How is it, he would ask, how is it that the baptized ought to be raised so they might be Christians? And various Christians, we think about baptism in vocation, the various vocations into which God calls us as the baptized, not only son, daughter, but also mother or father, or maybe outside of the family in the church and the various good and godly vocations within the church, but also in how is it that we ought to be reared as the baptized for these various vocations? The answer was classical Lutheran education, that that this is the education for the baptized. One of the things I think also important to point out, though, is that in many of our Lutheran schools, we have children enrolled who aren't baptized. We have those at our school. And so I also believe, and just having seen this happen, that it's also for those who will be baptized, that if you come to a classical Lutheran school, the kind of education you're going to get is going to, if you're not baptized, it's going to lead you to be baptized. And if you are baptized, it's going to teach you how to live as the baptized. So it still is rooted in the gift of holy baptism, that blessed washing, that being named as a child of God, and that being claimed by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, those who bear the name, and what that means means in as far as our salvation goes, but also what that means is living the Christian life in vocation and love and service toward the neighbor. That is, I think, what it, what is Lutheran education has been always about, is still all about, and is certainly what we're about at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. Nourishment for the mind and the soul. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, thank you so much for joining me, Pastor Kieser. I really appreciate your time here at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education Conference 2022. This has been Reverend Gribbonaut with KFUO Radio. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.